0: There are some seasons I love more than others, but winter is definitely my least favorite. For the past few years, I've been working on finding things that I do like about this season and changing my thoughts and changing my feelings about it. So if you are someone who struggles with the winter blues, this episode is for you. Are you ready to make a change in your life but not sure where to start? Welcome to Moms on the Rise, where we believe that as moms and as women, we can choose to create a life we love. I'm Camille Beckstrand, a mindset coach and fellow mom on this journey of rising up in all areas of our lives. So join me and let's rise together. Welcome back to Moms on the Rise. I'm so glad you're here. We are just going to dive right into all things winter blues. Bottom line is, I just don't love winter. Living here in Utah, we have some pretty epic winters, usually lots of snow, it's freezing temperatures, it gets dark so early, and it can really drag me down if I let it. I want you to know that this episode isn't about those who have been diagnosed with clinical depression or even seasonal affective disorder, because those are things that do need a doctor's help and therapy and medications and all the amazing things we have to help with those. But what I'm talking about today is those day-to-day feelings that many of us have during the winter time. I have a daughter who actually loves winter. And so I remember one day I was asking her, why do you love it? Like, what is it that you love about this season? And she gave me a huge list of reasons. And so I actually wrote them down and I'll share them with you. She said, number one, I love warm clothes. I love cozy sweaters. I love sweatshirts. Like that is my jam to be in warm, warm clothes. Number two, she said, I love hot chocolate. She drinks it every day, even in the summertime, but in the winter, it just hits different. She loves hot chocolate. Number three, no bugs. My daughter does not like bugs. She has an allergic reaction to mosquito bites, and for whatever reason, they love her so much. And so she loves that this time of year, there are no bugs. She said, no allergies. We have some crazy allergies, seasonal allergies in our family, and during the winter time, nobody struggles with them. The next thing she said is she feels like she gets more sleep in the winter. Her window faces the East Mountains, and that's right where the sun comes up. And so the sun is shining through her dark shades super early in the morning, especially in the summer. And she's like, I feel like in the winter I get more sleep because it gets dark so early and it stays dark late. The next thing that she loves, this is the sixth thing. Warm blankets. She just loves to be all cozy and snuggled in blankets. And so she loves this season for that. The next thing she loves is having the family all indoors together. Just lots of games and movies. She just loves that we kind of are drawn in and stay in more and spend that time together. The next thing that she loves are fires in the fireplace. We obviously don't do those in the summertime. She loves just the cozy glow that comes from the fire. And then the last thing that she loves is snow she thinks it's so magical watching it fall. She loves to play outside in the snow. So this list of nine things that she just rattled off of all the things she loves about winter. And I do love and appreciate a lot of these things too. And as she was telling me all these reasons why she loves winter, I was wondering why I don't focus more on the good things about this season. Instead, I choose to focus on the dark and the cold and all the things I can't do because it is too cold and dark. So I have come to learn that there is a reason why life is in seasons. Winter time really is a season to be spent inside, to spend more quiet hours with your family being cozy or maybe reading or working on projects inside my house so that when it does warm up, I can spend way more time outside in that warm sunshine. I think that the winter time is a season to not only be inside your home and really focus on things that you need to get done there but also a time to work on yourself, maybe kind of go inside yourself, work on those self projects that are maybe harder to do during summer months. And so I wanted to share with you a couple of ways that I am focusing on good things about this winter season and how I'm taking control of my thoughts and my feelings when it comes to winter. I'm trying to make this season a really good one instead of focusing on the things that I don't love about it. Okay, the first thing that I did and the first tip I wanted to share with you was I printed off a blank calendar. I just found a free one online and each day in this calendar, I wrote down one thing that I'm going to do each day. I do so much better knowing that there is something that I have going on or something on the schedule or something for myself to look forward to sometimes it's just little things like errands that I need to run, like all my target returns, or sometimes it's me choosing what day I'm going to paint my fingernails or do a face mask or something little like that for me. On weekends, I like to schedule in some time to read a book or to watch a movie with my family. And so when I put something on the calendar for each day, I suddenly have these smaller things that I'm looking forward to or things that are keeping me busy, and it really helps the days to go by. Okay, the next tip that I wanna share with you is a gratitude walk. And this is something that helps me a lot. I do this usually in the spring and the summer and in the fall, but I usually don't do it in the winter. I just chalk it up to it's too dark, it's too cold, it's too snowy, but what I've come to learn is that no matter how cold it is, no matter the weather, it's so good for me to go outside and do a quick walk, get some fresh air. And what a gratitude walk is, is you just walk around. I don't listen to music. I don't listen to a podcast. Instead, I walk and just think about all the things that I am grateful for. Some people might even call it a prayer walk. But it's just a very intentional walk of thinking of things that you're grateful for. Now, when it comes to walking outside in the wintertime, I heard someone once say that there's no such thing as bad weather. It's just you unprepared for it. And so I live in Utah. I have a coat, gloves, beanie, scarf, boots. Like I know the drill here. It's snowy and cold. And so it's just a matter of me bundling up and getting outside. And I've come to learn that going outside in the wintertime really does help so much with my depression, with anxiety, and it helps me to focus. Sometimes in the middle of the workday, I just am having like brain farts and nothing is coming easily to me. And so if I can do a quick walk outside, it just helps me to come back in and be able to focus. So I try to get outside every day for about 10 minutes in the winter. More is great. In the summertime, I like to be outside more, but in the winter, I do what I can. And I promise that if you are struggling with some of these thoughts about winter or just feeling dark or heavy, I promise you that a quick walk outside will help you to feel so much better. Okay, the third tip that I wanted to share with you today, and this is something that somebody recommended to me, but it's using all of your senses. Kind of funny, right? But The wintertime, it does have certain smells, it has certain sounds and tastes, has certain feels and even sights. And so I started watching for things about winter that I loved. One of the things I've come to love each morning is the sunrise. The sunrises in the winter are just the prettiest colors and colors that I don't see in other seasons. The pinks that shoot across the sky are stunning. I don't know if it's because it reflects off the snow or what, but it is so pretty. When it comes to certain smells, there are specific candles that I use during the wintertime. They're not only Christmas scents, but also like just those deeper, richer scents that you usually don't smell in the summertime. Things like cinnamon or nutmeg or cranberry. I also love the smell outside after it snows. And I don't even know how to describe what that smell is. It just smells fresh. It just smells clean. I don't know, but that's one of my favorite smells. When it comes to feel like what I feel, I love the feel of being wrapped up in a big warm blanket and being cozy and being together with my family on a cold snowy night. There really is nothing better. It's one of the best feelings. When it comes to sights, I love seeing the reflection of the moon on the snow or the twinkly lights in the dark in the wintertime. There's just nothing prettier. And so when you start to look for all of these little things, it really does change you and you start to notice these little things that you maybe have missed before when you were focusing on the other things that you don't love about this season. And so choose to focus on your five senses all around you, what you see, what you feel, what you hear, what you can smell, just all of that. Focus on that and watch how your mindset and your attitude will change. Okay, here's the fourth idea for you. And it's one that I actually heard and had to think about for a little while, but this is the idea of romanticizing your life. And I've been trying to do a lot more of that because life is so beautiful, but sometimes it takes a change in perspective to really see it. And so what it means to romanticize your life is to put on rose-colored glasses and start to look for the beauty in your life. Some people would even say like, look at your life as though it were a movie. What are those little details that maybe other people would notice if they were observing your life through the lens of a movie? And it doesn't mean that you have to make your life look perfectly curated like a Pinterest board or what we see on Instagram. It just means choosing to see the good and choosing to see the wonderful and then even acknowledging the hard or the bad and embracing it all. For me, what I try to do to really hone in on this is just focus on simple pleasures. So here's a funny one, but I do a lot of writing for work and I love to journal every day. And so I use a favorite pen whenever I am writing. And it's just the littlest thing. A pen was like four dollars from the grocery store, but that's like my special writing tool is to use this pen. And I just love this pen. And so something as simple as that, I have an electric blanket that I use each night to warm up my bed. I'm always cold and we keep the room actually pretty cold to sleep in. And so what I will do is turn on my electric blanket and spread it out on my bed so that when I crawl into my sheets, it is toasty warm in there. And it's just one of my favorite little things about wintertime that just makes it so cozy and just so fun. I don't know. Another thing that I do to romanticize my life is just listen to certain podcasts when I am driving during a commute or when I'm doing dishes or laundry, and it just makes everything so much better. Like it makes things go by faster with it. Usually take a long time. Another thing that my daughter and I have started to do is listening to cute rom-com books that are just so sweet and fun and then we talk about it together and I'll actually link to my list of favorite books that she and I have read. They are all clean and sweet and innocent and so fun but just having this little fun book to listen to while I'm doing my daily monotonous chores has just helps so much to pass the time on the things that I have to do that maybe aren't the most glamorous but having something fun in my ear has made it more glamorous and a lot more fun. But this is what I have learned about romanticizing my life. When I focus on the little details, and even when I'm grateful for all these little details in my life, it changes my thoughts from focusing on the blah winter season to all these little good things that are going on and things that I love to look forward to. Okay, the last tip that I want to share with you and the last thing that I have been doing to help beat the winter blues is to take the things that I have to get done, all the daily things that every mom has to do, And I turn them into a game. I'm kind of a competitive person. And so it's almost a competition with myself. Like how much cleaning can I get done in 15 minutes? Or how many emails can I send out before lunch? Or how many loads of laundry can I sort and wash and fold while my kids are at school or at preschool or while the baby is sleeping? And it just becomes a challenge and kind of this little game. And it's crazy how much faster I can get lots of things done. So with your daily chores or your daily things that you have to get done, Try to find a way to turn it into a game. It just makes the daily things that much more fun. I read a quote by Oscar Wilde, and it said, To live is the rarest thing in the world. Most people exist, and that is all. And it just got me thinking, am I living, or am I just existing? And to me, existing just kind of means you're going through life, barely surviving, and just hanging on. But living means actively participating Just being present in the day to day and savoring all of it and finding those joyful moments every single day. It really is those little things that bring joy. And that's what I'm choosing to focus on to beat the winter blues. I recognize that not every day will be wonderful. And there are some things that shouldn't be romanticized or things that we should try to think away or change our thoughts about. But I also recognize that there is a big difference between not loving a season and being diagnosed with seasonal depression, or clinical depression. And so I just want you to remember that I'm talking about the things we can control and the things that we have the power to control or the power to decide what the circumstances of our life really mean. And so we can assign it any meaning we want. We can decide what we want our life to mean. So why not choose to think good things? Why not choose to focus on the good? If you would like to work more closely with Jared and I and our team of coaches, we would love to be your community, your accountability, and your support as you work on becoming the best version of you. So head over to MommyTummyFix.com, or you can click the link in the description and we would love to help you get started on your journey. Our community is more than 11,000 women strong and we have loved being a part of every single one of their journeys. So thank you for joining me today. Just keep on rising before you know it. Spring will be here and the bugs will be back and the allergies will be in full force and we'll be outside in that glorious sunshine. But until then, there is so much good to focus on. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening to the Moms on the Rise podcast. This podcast is brought to you by the Mommy Tummy Fix program. If you are interested in learning more about how to take care of your body from a place of love, Head over to the mommytummyfix.com and join our community of over 10,000 women who are finding ways to live a complete and healthy life, one small choice at a time. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review, a rating, and follow along so that you don't miss a single conversation. Keep on rising.